the Scythe Morris. And this is This Week in Car Audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. This Week in Car Audio. Audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in. We'll be talking about bass, talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem you haven't found, check your grounds. It's show about to start. Start. Tune in, 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 tune in. This week in car audio. Hey, uh, Doug, do you realize you're live right now? Welcome here today on This Week in Car Audio. Uh, the label is wrong, but I will correct it once we are done with this live feed. Uh, up in your top left corner, I have Team Send It Dave, Dave Bradshaw. And in the bottom, we have uh, Stacy McClellan. That's a uh, um, bass girl from Canada. So it's one of our Canadian brethren, if, uh, you know, sounds all right. Um, once again, to let everybody know, I cannot see any of the, uh, chat unless it is in the Sonic FX, um, page. So, um, once off, first off, like I said, I'd like to, uh, welcome these people and, um, let's see here. I'm going to get this going here. Find my live stream. Where is my live stream? Anyway. Hi guys, what you guys been up to? Stacy? Oh, unmute yourself, please. You're still muted. So, there you go. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so, would you um, mind telling us about your, um, uh, uh, you know, how you got into car audio and stuff, please? How I got into car audio? Well, thank you for having me on the show. It's an honor. I've been having rewarding experiences with car audio and very special experiences for a long time. Uh, it actually started out, a long story short, before I 
met my husband, Peak Freak Danny, and his pops. Uh, Peak Freak Danny, uh, he broke his foot and sold all his stereo equipment to pops who got involved in car audio. And uh, then Danny came here to Canada to meet his mom, thank goodness for a visit, because then we met. And uh, Pops was insistent anyway. that we make it back for this thing called Autorama. So we made it back for 2002 Autorama, and it was a huge, huge show full of wonderful, welcoming people who took us and, and welcomed me and explained things. And I think that's where we met Doug. Yes, ma'am. And yes, we met uh, Anna and Rusty Flowers of DC Audio and Brian Nyman and just so many wonderful people and it's been about family for me ever since the start uh way back in 2002 okay hey so uh people that don't know uh just want to say hi to tristan paris and tiffany paris out in uh barbados uh for you guys that don't know uh saint vincent had a volcanic eruption uh volcanic eruption on um i think it was thursday or friday uh, so currently, um, Barbados is under a bunch of ash right now. You know, uh, I, you guys are probably too young to remember when, uh, Mount St. Helens erupted. Um, I was all the way down in LA at the time and even LA looked like somebody snowed, uh, just from the ash, you know, all the way from Mount St. Helens up in Washington area. So, um, you know, uh, they're in the same Caribbean area. Um, so, you know, our prayers and Good thoughts go out to uh, St. Vincent's and um, hopefully the right, you know, everybody can get out of there and get to a safe spot. Um, economy can open up. Uh, beyond that, um, in the video, uh, some of you guys uh, saw uh, Mike McClellan. Uh, he was also known as Old Man Mike. That was the name I gave him at the shows. Uh, Dave knows. Uh, I tend to name some people at the shows. Just with whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so old man Mike, uh, he was in there. Uh, once again, this Stacy is uh, his daughter-in-law. Um, and uh, so old man Mike was in that video. Um, for anybody that ever questions whether somebody is uh, dedicated to a competition, uh, <laughs> uh, let me tell you about old man Mike. That guy literally... So, so I'm going to start first. He, so he shows up to one of my shows. We used to have a pizza taste off out at Sacktown Car Audio. And he just rolled in one day with this van. I ugliest sin Astro van, right? Um, it it might have been a it, it might have been an Econo line or something. I don't know. It was just a regular van, right? And he rolls in and he's got these this box in there. And I'm going to dude that Looks like, eh, whatever. I mean, you know, it's all, it's up to you. Um, and he runs in, he, he goes in the lane, he does like a 138. And he's got amps in the back and batteries and subwoofers. Now he's running gravity. This is straight flea market stuff. So I don't think anything of it. And he runs and I go, Mike, can I give you a hint? Let's flip your box over. So... I go, how easy is that for you to do? He goes, next weekend, I'll have it flipped over. I'll be ready for your show. Comes to my next show and does, I think, a 151.6 just by flipping his box over. So, um, 
<laughs> Gately knows the guy really well. Um, uh, he, he worked with Gately a little bit. Uh, but anyway, so, but Mike. So this guy, uh, military veteran, correct, Stacy? Yes, right? Yes. There you go. Thank you. Um, so, yes, yeah, so he's a military veteran. I don't remember which branch of service, uh, but we did talk about it a little bit. And, um, uh, you know, so he was living on that money, basically. Um, if you saw him in the videos, you know, that we just showed, he looked old back when I met him back in like 2003, 2005, something like that. Right. So he was hella old then. And, um, so he was living off that. He was literally living inside of his speaker box inside of his van. And then he would use his money that he got for retirement, whatever, to build up his amps and subs and batteries and then drive to a show and compete. That was his competition money. So him that's and I, that, that's some, that's some serious dedication. All these people out here that said they're dedicated. Um, yeah. And, oh, that was the next thing. So Rick Garcia, uh, you know, we talked about him in the last couple of shows, um, him and his kid. So yeah, oh, sorry. So he was using gravity subs and Rick says he was doing low 50s and then we finally convinced him he needs to check out, uh, you know, let's play a couple of frequencies and let's see where your van actually sits. And uh, so we got his right frequency. He got to mid 50s, just like that. So, um, he was really big into bass race, um, uh, on, on a personal note, I know he had some issues with other people throughout, you know, but who doesn't, um, but personally with me, nothing but a great guy, have nothing but respect for the brother. Uh, he passed away in November-ish? December, 2019, we lost. There you go. Yes. He'll always be remembered and loved for he, sure. He will be. Um, for me, per, like I said, for me personally, um, I had a, I believe my house was 1,980 square feet. Um, and I retiled the whole down, downstairs floor. He literally slept, out, slept outside in his van out in my front yard and uh, came, yep, and then came in uh, when I got home from work and him and I laid tile throughout my entire house. So, uh -huh. so he helped me retile my house because at that time I had zero tile experience laying tile and um, you know I can lay stuff out I can move stuff around and I'm fairly mechanically inclined I've been a carpenter you know for 31 years so you know, I could do stuff um, but yeah he absolutely came in he helped me out um, in exchange I paid him a little bit of money gave him some free entries into shows also uh, uh, gave him my um, uh, not epicenter. Yeah, I think it, 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 anyway, it was a line driver. That's what I gave him. I gave him a line driver and that bumped him up another five tenths of a DB because he was using subpar, <laughs> um, what's we it called? Love, you know, we love going to Denio's to get the <laughs> I think we all did at some point. Denio's was a spot for everybody in Sacramento. It was. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah. So, and then all of a sudden he got sponsored by gravity, right? <laughs> Out of nowhere because shoot, he was making, he was making big waves, right? Um, he, he would go to all these shows. He'd go down to Fresno. He'd go to, uh, uh, freaking no matter where I had a show, him and Nyman were at all my shows, you know? Um, 
traveled in that van and would oh, yeah. sleep in the van and just yep. take the past driver's seat out the side and yep. hope nobody took it during the night and <laughs> <laughs> put it back in in the morning and the way you went yep. so um yeah and so the um, one world finals that really sticks out with me about, about, uh, oh man, Mike there, um, the world finals. So we had one year, we did it down in, I believe it was Orlando, no, Daytona beach or Orlando, but it was in Florida. Uh, needless to say, I was doing the satellite location here in California, but, um, he had some kind of deal where he had to be there in the Florida location and lo and behold, that guy took him, I don't know, six days, five days. Drove across the country. When he got tired, pulled over, slept in the bed in his box, got back up yeah. the next morning, <laughs> drive <laughs> all the way across the country, ended it all the way back home, you know, back here to California. Uh, I don't think we have many of those around to this day. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, Julio Montanez says, Hey, what's up? Kyle Lerney says, Dude! Oh, what's up, Kyle? <laughs> Kyle. So, um, yeah, so uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, remember, like and share, uh, rate my stuff on um, iHeartRadio and iTunes, please, because uh, the more do downloads and the more likes I get, the more it pushes it up and the more people find out about what we're doing here with the car audio industry and um, what we do. Like and share, support, support, support. Absolutely. Um, Inclusive. That's right. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I would like to, um, Mr. Horn, what the heck? Sam Horn has graced us with his presence. And uh, Team Minnie's in the house. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah, smash the notify, smash the bell button so you get notified when I go live with this stuff. Um, now that Sam's in here, I'm calling you out. I need you on my show. I'm, I want you April 26th, Sam. April 26th, I want you on the show, unless you want to go on our April or our May 3rd show, which we're going to talk about the evolution of car audio competition, including all the mics, the, how the microphones have changed throughout time, and also how the equipment's changed, how, you know, you were stuck with some really cool, you know, some really, what today would be almost factory type stuff. Um, I mean... Sam was one of the first guys he built a thing called a bazooka cannon, I believe it was. But oh no, boss, it was a boss cannon, B O S S. And he took this uh armored truck and just loaded it with speakers, and it, it was it was a sight to be seen. But Sam, I want you on the show, sir. Don't no hiding anymore. I need to put a picture of that uh that boss cannon too on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. We'll absolutely do that. Uh, and Sam actually was the uh, judge that helped me kind of realize that this is entertainment for people, uh, you know, us doing these shows. And I, I think you both would agree at the shows that you've been to, they're entertaining, right? Oh, they're so much fun and the spectators can get involved in the excitement of the races and pushing of the vehicles or uh, it's, it's, it's an amazing experience and you, you can't even imagine what it's like until you've been there yep. and getting demos, anything from sound quality to hair tricks. Sometimes it only takes one demo and you got a new uh, base. That's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, they're they're there. You know? Yeah. Uh, Tiffany Paris says, "Glad to meet a female, a fellow female basshead." So. Oh, and right back at you. Us <laughs> girls have to stick together. We've grown a lot in the industry since a while ago. Mm -hmm. I remember Anna Flowers was my inspiration for sure. Yeah, I think she was a lot of people's inspiration. She was doing big things. Who yes. was that? Anna, Anna Flowers. From oh, Asia. Anna, dude. Yeah. Anna, <laughs> yes, yes, Anna, and in case you guys don't know, DC Audio, um, yeah, they say it's Rusty Flower Show, but I guarantee you, <laughs> Anna's the one in charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we talked about this previously on another show, um, and, and, and Stacy, I'm sure, is uh, the same way with uh, Danny, is um, the women involved in this um dave's not married uh but so for me um and and you stacy um without your support we couldn't do what we want to do right and the same with anna right Anna, rusty wouldn't be able to do what he does if he didn't have the support of anna and um you know we love to say yeah, like i said thank you to the women in our lives that help uh for me it's kept me grounded because, uh, yeah, um, I would be right there with Dave buying a new car this week, you know? <laughs> it's like that old saying that I, I hear. I'm not part of that saying, but I'm single. But it says behind every good man is a strong woman. That's right. And uh, I think that applies to a lot of people. I, I believe so, too. Um, so, so uh, Stacy. so I remember uh, you coming to this the show in Autorama. Um I had you as my trophy girl. Um, yes. I had you do a couple of hair tricks in the lanes for me. Uh, yes. You didn't have the purple hair then. <laughs> no, that's just been the last seven years or so. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, do you, uh, I don't think Team Mini came down for that show. I think it was just um, just you and Danny and Mike. Um, and and that, uh, that particular event... I believe I had 150 something entries. Yes, so, it was a huge event. Yes. And, and, and just so you guys know, um, Autorama, I am working to try and get that again next year, which is always Valentine's weekend, which um, I've done it for 19 years. So my wife expects that I'm working Valentine's weekend and I get I get that off. So bonus. <laughs> Well, I'm very lucky that Danny and I both love the sport so much. We would do it every weekend if we could. So, mm -hmm. so, so, uh, Steven, uh, Mr. Team Mini over here says you're his cash girl. What does that mean? <laughs> he tries to bribe me a little bit just for a joke once in a while while we're doing hair trick competitions, which I'm proud to say we've brought into the lanes at the shows at FX Audio mm -hmm. in Spruce Grove, Alberta. Ray Choi mm -hmm. made me his hair trick judge in 2016, <laughs> and it's been amazing. So, but it's always been about family and cheerleading, all the way from teamwork, husband and wife, to competitor and competitor, to spectator and competitor. Mm -hmm. There's so much cooperation in this sport and so much involvement. It's it's just such a pleasure to be a part of. Oh, like I said, um, that's really what we like to bring in this show is. Uh, we like to talk about, you know, some of the things that we've done in the past and how how these shows have brought us together. 
Um, I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but essentially your entire social network is your base head community, right? I have a huge base head family that I'm very appreciative of. It goes even to, I have my mini base girl, my niece that helps me out at the, you know, hair trick shows. To mm -hmm. I have a base girl, Haley, and base girl, Cynthia, in Victoria, Australia, who helped Grant Stapleton do some hair trick competitions as well. So it's, I have a big family of friends, and I'm very blessed to have had this experience and journey with DB Drag. I actually see Grant Stapleton in the uh, chat right there. Um, so, but does anybody here have any questions for Stacy? Like I said, she's, um, she's pretty outgoing. Uh, she goes to those car shows to have a good time. Um, <laughs> Kevin Kuhn says one day I'll be able to do a hair trick. I'm guessing he's probably bald. That, that's what bald people usually say. Yes. Hi, Kevin. Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Tiffany mentions that uh, the kids always get involved. And as you know, with my shows, I'm trying to be as family friendly as I can. Uh, they, they're telling us right now uh, that their daughter, uh, I believe Navia, um, attends most of the events with them. Uh, Stacy, Stacy, where are you from? Is it Alberta, Canada or... Yes, Alberta, Canada. And actually, for a while, we had mini SPL for our kids there, too. So Yes. Um, we do have mini SPL. Oh, we have, um, it is called um, Power Wheels, right? So Sorry, we have, yes. Yeah, yeah. So we have Power Wheels, which is, um, or it, I don't think ours is Power Wheels. I think ours is called Bagger Beats with a Power Wheels class. Oh, that is so awesome. It's, again, so great to be such a family welcoming mm -hmm. sport. Yes. You got to train them while they're young. That's A. Hey, so, I mean, like I told you, right? Rick Garcia's in here hanging out, and his son, Ricky Garcia, is a competitor. You saw him at the last show. He had that freaking van, no walls or whatever, doing 160-something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. And I think you, I was talking to you about him, and you said mm -hmm. that, he started out uh, real young with his dad or something. Yeah, he was coming to the shows when he was like four or five years old with his yeah. dad. Yeah. And look, now he's now his dad doesn't compete anymore, but comes to the shows with him, right? Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like my daughter. I took her to some yep. shows, and she branched out and became sponsored by DC and mm -hmm. Gately and did her own thing and was Team DC. So, I mean, it happens. You get that bug. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, speaking of shows, Dave, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, don't remind me. I stopped counting. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm only a year and a half away from being able to bowl as a senior. All right. Yeah, but you probably got your AARP card already. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm close. I'm close to there. So that'll be the benefits. I'll get 10% off my next meal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're going to have a show for, uh, people that don't know, uh, we intended to do it over at Nyman's. Um, uh, <laughs> just real quick. I read this. It says, um, uh, there's a judging sheet, but makes your hair messy and your nose tickle. Yes. That was from Grant. Grant oh yeah. Somebody, somebody asked what qualifies you as an, as, what qualifies as an at awesome hair trick. 
And the response was, uh, there is a judge, a judge and a sheep, but uh, they make, it makes your hair messy and your nose tickle. <laughs> yes, that uh, would be part of the scorecard that I use. I uh, check off different things and just uh, like, is my hair floating gently or is it whipping wildly or <laughs> do I feel my nose hair or, you know, your hair that you don't want to admit you have and, uh, <laughs> you know, is my breathing affected with in unison with the hair trick. So they're just talking about the hair trick rules that we have uh, kind of evolved from over the years. So is there any, uh, to ahead, be Dave. a hair trick girl, I'm not asking for myself, but uh, <laughs> to be a hair trick girl, uh, do, you, do you require their hair to be a certain length because of the video, uh, because of how it appears on video? Is there a requirement? To be honest, no, it's all about fun and inclusiveness. So um, it, the more women we can get involved and the more hair trick events we can have across the world, I, I think the better. Yeah. Um, so what I am going to do, Stacy, is I'm going to ask you for that file. Um, uh, I'm sure uh, Ray can get it to me if you can't. But what your little scorecard sheet is, and uh, we may uh, do a little hair trick uh, competition at your uh, show this weekend, Dave. I, I think that'd be a good thing. I, I mean, there's so many demoers out there, yep. and there so many people that are windy, like uh, Jose Ramos and oh, Shane Spence, yeah. and you know, uh, we have some bills that are coming out insane. But people love that visual. Yep, people love that visual, and, and uh, I think I think that'd be something good to uh, add to it. Yeah. Like I said, this is, this is entertainment, right? So we're here to entertain the people at the event. For me personally, I'm trying to entertain the people at the event. I'm trying to entertain spectators that came by, right? So that's what this is about. We're going to have a great thing. Um, uh, oh, oh, actually, Rick Garcia says uh, he competed in world finals in uh, San Mateo with the Festiva. So that would have been 2007 was the world finals in San Mateo. That's when I was lucky enough to meet Ray Choi, FX yep. Audio, and the A Team, and you know Team Rip Rock. Those those guys. I didn't know they'd be family. Now I didn't know we'd end up in Canada. So. And, and I will say it's no disrespect to you, Ray, Don Hebig, Danny, any of those Canadian guys. I Team Mini. All you guys are awesome, but I absolutely <laughs> love the twins. Team Rip Rock. Yes. They are freaking awesome guys. They That's are awesome. amazing people. So kind, so thoughtful. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, it's, a, it's an honor to know them. So so you Canadians, you have a, 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 a liquid up there they call beer. <laughs> and it comes in a white can. And it just says beer. And that's it. And that's it. Yes. Uh, um. And uh, so the twins brought that to world finals one year, a, a oh whole pallet. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and, and so, <laughs> as a matter of fact, it was October, right? <laughs> so, um, but the thing is, is once they brought the beer into the United States, they couldn't take it back to Canada. Right. Oh. So, so I guess we got to drink it all, eh? Everybody at the World Finals had to drink it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> drink it all, eh? 
I've been trying so hard not to say A. Sorry. No, go for it. We love the A. I, I, make, I make fun of uh, Ray every time. What's going on, Ray? A? Yeah. Yeah, no. Because it looks funny coming from him, right? So, you know, he's an Asian guy, and you just, you don't think of Asians when you think Canada. And so then all of a sudden... uh, It says beer, beer. Is that what it is? Beer, beer? Yeah, beer, beer? Yeah. (laughs) I recall that now, yes. Okay. So, and it's it's, uh, much higher content than the beer we have in the United States. (laughs) So... We can drink our beer, eh? Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, they drank everybody under the table at that World Finals. It wasn't. He's like, he's like, we still got a whole level left of this beer, and then they just they literally left it at the World Finals location and just <laughs> packed up and left. Oh man. Uh, Tiffany Paris from uh, Barbados. She goes, hey, I was looking forward to the A. Don't hold back. Oh, that's sweet. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate it eh? very much. <laughs> um, I'm so, gonna ask you, Stacy, up there in Canada, what are the most popular cities that you guys are holding events? We're holding events uh, in Spruce Grove, Alberta, and mm-hmm. Edmonton, Alberta. Um, we've had a few in the past years in Calgary, Alberta, um, Red Deer, Alberta. Um, so, so for people that. Very- Real quick, for people that don't know geography, right? That um, there's quite a few people that are geography uh, not that I good. Where, where, where is that? Would that be the center, south center? Where's that at? Those areas. You know, um, <laughs> she lives there, and she's geography challenged. I'm geography challenged too. No, my goodness, my my. I'm sorry, I don't recall. Just a minute. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, so it's Canada. It's obviously the south end of Canada because when you get up north, there's nothing. So yes, yes. <laughs> so, but yeah. So we do. You guys do shows at FX Audio. Yes. And what what are the other shops you do them at? Um, I remember the very first shop we did it at was at JB's Power Center in Edmonton, Alberta. Mm-hmm. That's actually where I got my bass girl name. Okay. Uh, yeah, I phoned there so much, bothering them about the first show we ever found in 2012. <laughs> I would phone and say, ask questions about base race, and they wouldn't know. And and finally, I found somebody, well, three or four guys. Once I phoned, and the gentleman said, "Is is this the girl about base?" And I said, "Yep, it's base girl." So, <laughs> and there we went from there, eh? Just to fig- find out where i'd go i never knew (laughs) that's awesome uh team mini just chimed in it's western canada thank you team mini i appreciate it steve (laughs) so much yes um steve once again uh we will have steve on sometime and uh stacy and steve are true canadians they apologize for everything they do and they always help out so (laughs) we love helping out and yes we love apologizing too i'm sorry (laughs) see (laughs) she did absolutely nothing wrong but she's sorry for it yeah (laughs) no i mean you know uh my canadian brethren are i I really enjoy them so it's um spruce gove is west of edmonton edmonton is central in alberta red deer is south of edmonton 
So there you go, the Southwest for you guys. Um, but yeah, so so that's where you guys mainly mainly have your events, and that's because Ray Choi is your judge. And um, so, do you live in the same town as Ray, or no? No, I live about an hour out from Ray. Okay, and so how far do you guys travel to put on a show? Uh, we'll travel a couple hours, four or five hours. Um, okay. We'll travel wherever we can. If we could travel to the states, we would. My husband and I would would go anywhere to to compete and to be involved. Challenge accepted. So. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. they, they actually love to come down to California, right? So, um, but uh, they also go to Surf City, correct? Yes, we had a wonderful trip with Pops before he passed in mm -hmm. 2018 and went to Surf City. That was a lot of fun. We were very blessed to do that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, go ahead. For Danny, especially for Peak Freak Danny, he, yeah. my husband. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the van kind of, we have the van now. Uh, Pops gave it to us in 2015. Mm. We, uh, my girlfriend and I, very close friend and teammate, Tony Faye, drove down to Washington to get it. And then Danny won his 2015 and 2017 Top Dog Rings in it. So oh. there's a lot of history in Pops' van mm -hmm. that's that's carrying on. So... Okay, so I got to tell you guys this. I don't remember if I've told Stacy this or not. So um, back in, I don't know, 2006-ish, somewhere back then, um, Pops or uh, Old Man Mike, um, we went down to the show in Fresno, which was Jay's Alarms. And it happened to be October 31st. And Jay's like, I want to do a costume contest. I want to do decorate your car. So I wore a Hulk outfit. So I was Incredible Hulk, green head, all that stuff. I was fully dressed in green Hulk. And, awesome. and my kids came with me. And I was like, Mike, your van is blank. And he said, he went and got some Sharpies from, uh, from Jay at Jay's Alarms. Handed them to my two kids that were like six and nine <laughs> and said, here you go, make my van. Dude, they were boo on it and uh, freaking uh, some tiger stripes and uh, some ghost and a zombie. And so they decorated up his van and um, there were vehicles that were way better decorated, but by uh, crowd approval, his van won best uh, costume of vehicle for that. It's for the kids. Yeah. Definitely for the kids. It's all about the family and for the yeah. kids. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, so I, I got good memories of uh, Old Man Mike. Um, and for you guys that don't know, uh, he ended up going to Crossfire. And he worked there for a few years driving forklift and stocking and stuff like that. So he became, he was Old Man Mike. And then he was Crossfire Mike. And at the end, he was Pops. So. Yeah, <laughs> always pops. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, like I said, uh, great dude. Um, and like I said, I, I wanted to show with this particular podcast how even the little things that we did that we didn't think much about previously have ripples that create waves as time goes on. So, and you know, his little ripple has created such a huge wave in the industry. And I wanted to share that specifically with uh, Stacy and Danny.
So, like I said, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very, very much. We appreciate the tribute to Pops. He so, definitely was legendary to us. So. Yeah. And like I said, he great dude. Um, nothing but respect for the guy. Um, so Dave. Yes, starting Dave. his Dave is starting his own ripples. Team Send what? It. Tell us about Team Send It first. What's that? Tell us about Team Send It first. Uh, what would you like to know? Just tell Thanks us about so. your team. What 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 it represents? Uh, what it represents to you? Uh, when I started this team, <clears throat> I wanted to um, form a team where uh, it wasn't necessarily always about winning. It was about a brotherhood, about having fun with the sport and not letting it overtake your life as if you don't win, you're off the team. That's where I've seen a lot of teams fail. They're just too, too, too extreme dedicated. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what they want to do. I just wanted to go about, I've seen a lot of <clears throat> people at the shows and I was interacting with a lot of them and uh, they kind of gravitated towards me and me to them and, and you know, they, they had a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, dedication, mm -hmm. but didn't know how to go about forming that, that clay. So we kind of just, it just grew on its own. I really don't know how it just, I have a great, uh, uh, I have a guy on there. You probably know him as Mac Vic. Uh, the guy is, uh, I think he was a recruiter for the, for the army back in his prior life because he just goes out there and meets so many people and, uh, you know, I have uh, I have a great support system. Everybody plays a role in the team, and everybody works together. They take direction. They take coaching, mentoring. They, you know, uh, I know I may be the founder and president, but uh, I still have a vote, just like they do. We all mm -hmm. have we all carry the same the same weight in our vote, mm -hmm. and uh, we just work more as a as a, as a unit and a family. Um, it's mm -hmm. about it's not about being the loudest or being the best. It's about growing and mm -hmm. becoming better and helping others. And uh, my team, I encourage them to help new people that come to the shows and yep. and, and kind of, you know, try to educate them mm -hmm. um, to help the sport grow and to just help and just have fun. That's all it's about, really. It's just yep. about fun. That's what Team Send It's about. Um, you know, we barbecue a lot. We have a lot of team meetings. We work on each other's builds. Everybody brings something to the table. Mm -hmm. And that's all that matters. You know, I'm not trying to be... Uh, I'm not sure if the team has, you know, the loudest guys, you know, it'd be nice, but, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, hence the name, yeah. but, um, uh, but it's more of, uh, a, a camaraderie of, of brotherhood. There you go. Okay. So this coming weekend, uh, once again, we intended to have the show at Nyman's shop. He has prior family obligations, which, Correct. Hey, like I said, we're about family too. Right. So. Good. Never fault anybody for. Well, he was nice hey. enough to actually, you know, let his use his his place numerous times. So yep. I know, you know, if it's, if something comes up, you know, by all means, I I, I totally understand. And uh, I had a couple people re reach out to me, mm -hmm. uh, offered their locations, uh, okay. and I thought that the the Lunsford was the closest in proximity to um, Milos. Uh huh. Uh, so I thought it worked better. Uh, I know a lot of people were really packed last time when Lucky threw his show there. Yeah. But since then, we've done some some modifications. We've opened up another parking lot on the south side of the wall, mm -hmm. which is roughly probably almost as big as Nyman's by itself, not including mm -hmm. the other main aisleway or the, the, the uh, competition area that you 
we're set up at. So it's actually, okay. if when we lay it out, it'll actually be a bigger venue as far as space. Okay. I'm gonna go there this week. We're gonna stripe the lines for people to come in. I'm gonna have people guiding people in the park, so that okay. way we can line everybody up. So. Uh, I will also like to say, uh, team send it. Um, we do have where, uh, team send it constantly, whether it be Dave or somebody else. Um, you guys do a great job in helping me out. Uh, most of the time it is Dave. Absolutely. Uh, I've taught Dave how to do the, um, how to do the, uh, probes, right? So Perfect. setting up the clamp. Uh, and Dave helps out with that quite a bit. And I do totally appreciate that. That's really a good thing. Um, but uh, Team Send It is definitely ones that help out our events. Probably, I would say, the most of anybody currently. Um, I'm not saying anything bad about anybody else. Um, and I don't ask for the help. Uh, just Dave's like, hey, where can I help you out? And he jumps right in there and helps out. Well, so, I noticed, yeah. there's, well, there's there's two sides of that coin, right? Uh-huh. One side of the coin is I get to educate myself by learning right. from you, which trickles down to my team. Uh, so when we are testing and tuning and they're trying to do a build, I have somewhat of some input so I can educate my team on uh, doing things so they don't put themselves out of a class that they're trying to stay in by doing a modification. Yep. Um, the other side of that coin is you get so busy trying to probe and set meters up. Um, you're not interacting like you normally can with the crowd. And I think that's <clears throat> one of the best parts of your shows uh -huh. is that when you're not so busy trying to get the cars in and out of the lanes because they're backed up around the corner, um, you know, uh, you uh, tend to um, just go, go, go. And I want to help you because that part is a lot of people love to watch you do that judging a lot of people make comments that doug is fun to watch and when doug's not overwhelmed he is like funny he's giving people names yeah. uh, you know he's doing all kind of stuff and then he sounds like an auctioneer like he's auctioning cattle off you know he's yeah. you know yeah. and it's always fun to watch and that's the part i like and, and, and uh, yeah. that's why i just want to help the sport you know yeah, I, I, you know, I've uh, hired two people that you guys have met recently, Mariah and uh, Joe. Um, they've came out and helped me recently. Uh, it's really cool when I can get both of them there and helping me. But, um, you know, lately, either Mariah or Joe can't make it. So I'm stuck with only one helper. Um, so if anybody out there in the Northern California area is looking to help out and wants a paying gig as a uh, helper for helping me do shows, please get in contact with me. Um, because in all honesty, it bothers me. I appreciate Dave's help, but it bothers me that he feels he needs to do that. So um, I never got paid. Yeah, that's right. And I don't pay that sucker. There's <laughs> <laughs> worth the knowledge. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and you know, Team Mini, he's a, he's, we call those mic monkeys. So back in the day, we used to just use microphones. And so the mic, mic monkey would jump in a car, uh, mic monkey, and set everything up and then jump back out. Uh, so that's how we used to do it back in the days. And that's why we used to call them mic monkeys. Um, but I absolutely do appreciate everything Dave does. Um, don't let anybody fool you. We are still having the event. 
Uh, and it is, once again, it's Dave's birthday. <laughs> so uh, we're doing that. Um, it's going to be at Lensford's Customs over Correct. there. Uh, Florin Perkins. Was it again? It's on Florin Perkins. I don't have yep. the exact uh, address on me. I should have wrote that down prior to, but yeah. it's on Florin Perkins. I mean, yep. you can't miss it. It's. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, It'll be hard to miss once we get going. Yeah, it'll be hard to miss. It's right on the main street on Florin Perkins, and it's going to be packed. It, it will be. Um, and, and I just want to bring this up. Uh, I, I Hopefully, everybody knows uh, me well enough to know that I don't discriminate, discriminate against other organizations, and I encourage people to participate in other organizations. Um, there was a event down in Fresno this weekend. I heard turnout was awesome. I, I seen video of that. I, I myself, I had a couple teammates, uh, Steve mm -hmm. Fontaine, uh, Mac Vic, and uh, Adrian went down there. Okay. They said it was amazing. The turnout was phenomenal. I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just I'm on crunch time. It's my birthday <laughs> bash, and I need to work on what I'm we're trying to bring out at my at my show. Yeah, you may have so, a surprise. I have a surprise, so um, you know, um, I have a couple surprises. So yeah, there we go. Actually, the team has about three or four, you know, <laughs> but um, we're gonna hold some of those off until another show because they're not finished. But we're not gonna rush it. But no, okay. I just uh, working, trying to get everything ready. Um, you know, uh, my my thing was I just turned uh, forty-seven. So uh, last year was uh, I was trying to. Uh, I was trying to hit a 50 before I hit 50. <laughs> so <laughs> I finally did in my Tahoe. You know, I was yes. more of a base racer, top dogger. You know, mm -hmm. I wasn't after numbers, but after my uh, after being around so many loud builds, uh, it just you know you you uh, sit there and base race. You know, and I'm 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 fairly good at that in top dog. But yeah. some of these, yeah, you know, and you sit in some of these cars. I'm like, and then I get in mine. I'm like. You know, you know, I, I wanted something bigger, you know, so that's what I've been working on. So, so Dave, so, so check this out, right? So, um, <clears throat> back when we started base race, we used to call it street beat. Okay. And it was very similar to base race, except for it was DB drag where you had to play music across the full 30 seconds and whatever your peak note was, that's what you, what your score was, right? So it was a slightly different. That was like how it started. And then it evolved into base race, uh, thanks to Sam Horn. Sam Horn was a big, big, uh, you know, he was, he was the driving force behind it. But when Wayne and I and Sam and a couple other judges were talking, we're going, DB drag is beginning to get really expensive to be a top level competitor. How can we bring people in? And Wayne's thing was, well, we don't, we want everybody to be a DB dragger. And Sam and I and other people were like, yes, but we're going to price everybody out of becoming a DB dragger. Like they don't even have a hope in hell. Yeah. Um, so we developed Cyclone. We developed Base Race. We developed Top Dog. That anybody can come in and be competitive on a national level with the hopes that they do exactly what you're doing right now. Yeah, that's kind of what it evolved <laughs> in. I started in uh, 
the base race and I was hooked. Uh, top dog was my big adrenaline rush because mm-hmm. it got to put me against other people in different brackets mm-hmm. to all battle for the same, you know, points, the same uh, leveling field. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, I got some rivals in that one, you know, lucky <laughs> being one of them, you know, always fun battling him. Uh, we always had fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, eventually, um, you, uh, get louder and then louder and you just get used to it. You know, like there's some guys I know that can sit in a, I sat in Ray Pimley's one time and uh-huh. I literally jumped out and that was doing a 60. I was like, Jesus, that's, that's loud. Other people get in there and they're just looking like they're knitting a sweater like it's nothing, you know, 60 is nothing, you know, because they, they're so used to it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not loud, but they go sit in there. Yeah, and I, I see him at shows. There's a guy doing a almost a 70, a 67. Can I sit in your port? I'm thinking, you know, you, you want to sit where it's doing 80 plus, you know, in the port? You want to go sit in there? Yeah, I want to mm-hmm. go sit in there. I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, have at it. You know? All right. No, like I said, so um, the intention, um, you know, don't get confused. Uh, base racing, and this is a hobby, but um, ultimately, we are a business, and the people that sponsor the events typically are businesses like Lunsford Customs, and the idea is to bring excitement and fun and recognize it with the name. So in this instance, my job is to people to go, remember that Team Send It show? At that Team Send It show, I did this. And then now people equate your name, Team Send It, with having fun. So, you know, um, we were narrow casting, I think, a little bit with DB Drag when uh, amps started becoming 20,000 watt amps, you know, 30,000 watt amps. We got these big, massive amps, and now you need, what, $5,000 $5,000 in uh, Lee Young, whatever, um, back caps, right? Or uh, lithium. Lithium. Yeah. And then now you need three alternators. Oh, there's another $1,100, right? Then you need a bracket for the alternator. There's another 400 bucks. Then you need, uh, you know, a, a new belt. That's 200 bucks. Uh, you just described my Tahoe. Put three alternators in it. I uh, had an 80 amp lithium brand X, and I just put five banks of Yinglongs in it. I'm rewiring <laughs> the three alts to you know charge at 16, and yeah, I'm swapping out amps for other amps, and yeah, yeah. You just described my Tahoe. You haven't even seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am very familiar with the world. Uh, so back when I started DB Drag, I entered the beginning class, which was uh, 212s and. I believe it was a thousand watts, um, and uh, okay, so my amp cost me five hundred dollars back then for a thousand watt amp, um, and my two twelves I bought from DB Don, uh, known as Beyond yeah. Audio, yeah. out of Canada. Yeah. yeah, so I bought subs from him. So those were five hundred a piece, right? So I was into it. You know, $1,500 plus the 30, 40, 50-ish boxes I built, um, which aren't free, right? Wood is not cheap, especially now. Uh, You know, and then the time. I mean, just the ungodly amount of time. And, uh, you know, with Base Race and Top Dog, in all reality, 
I could take a single 10 in a sealed box with a 500 watt amp and I can go be competitive in 129.9 base race. Yeah, but you're fine where you're at, Doug. You just stay right there, okay? You just <laughs> appreciating. <laughs> you don't want me to step in the 129.9 class with you? you know, I, 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 I would like to go against you, you know, when it sounds where everybody's gone, just to see if, you know. Oh, no, 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 no. There, there, there's no when everybody's gone. It has to be well, in front of everybody. I don't want you to look bad. Oh, know? trust me. Nobody's ever made me look bad. You see this I prettiness? <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> when I first started, uh, I was trying to base race. Uh -huh. True story. This is how Doug is. Um, I kept overshooting, right? And uh, I was like, I, I think I think my stereo's too loud because I had two 18s in my blazer. I was like, it just, it's just too powerful. I keep shooting over. Doug sits in there and goes, watch this. He starts up the mic, 129.9, right there in my vehicle never sat in it never messed with the volume nothing just with my bass knob everything and right there i thought okay this guy he knows what he's doing and so and then i've seen him do it to multiple people at shows and they say oh i can't do it he'll go in there and go this is how you do it and next you know i see that person again back at the show because they learned something and doug took the time to teach him yeah. you know and or you know other people at the show but yeah i've seen him do it with other people's systems Mr. Talbot checking in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so hey, but like I said, I could take a single 10, sealed box, 500 watts, and I could be nationally competitive. It's, it, it's all about the practice. Um, and I don't even practice. I've never competed in a single base race event, ever, because I helped develop it, right? So I was way past my time of competing. And, uh, yeah, it's a conflict of interest. It, it is. You are correct, but I wouldn't mind teaching you and putting you in your place during a show. Wouldn't hurt my feelings. You know what? We got some fun. I, hey, I, and it, who's got a car that I can borrow at the team sending show? Sure everybody will volunteer to see you go. I don't even, I don't even care what car it is. Dude, the car can do one sixties and I'll base race a one twenty nine nine in that thing. <laughs> It don't matter. It's well, all about control. I will say this. You're lucky I'm not bringing the Lexus this weekend. Oh, now I ain't bringing the Lexus. No, wow. I, I have to, you know. I know. Stuff, but I know. I, my Lexus is pretty much dialed in. I it, have it dialed in. You do have it dialed in pretty well. And I, I'm not I'm not on your Grand Puba level yet of just sitting in someone <laughs> else's car and doing that. I'm okay, but I'm not on that level yet. Okay. I will say. Mac Vick's a volunteer in his vehicle. <laughs> Hater. <laughs> hey, Chris Jensen, he says, I got you, Doug. Borrow mine. Yeah. Dude. My own teammate. My VP. I know. Dude, but Jensen's truck? Holy crap, can that thing hold a 9-9? Dude. That guy right there. That guy you got to watch. Dude. Hit. Right here. He's, he's yeah. the next one I do this to. Yeah, it, his his vehicle is set up well for the one twenty nine point nine class. And, and and yeah, he he can do it, and 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 he don't even play bullshit. <laughs> hey, hopefully Yeshi comes. Uh, Yeshi yeah, just popped in. Oh, dude, Yeshi comes. Hey, I'm not gonna wear shorts this weekend. You can come and take pictures of me, and I won't look all fugly. So yeah, they won't. They won't. That that glare coming back off the legs won't put a you know. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeshi, please come out to the show. He takes phenomenal angles yeah. and just the way he edits them. Oh, Amazing. yeah. 
just amazing eye. He has an amazing eye, man. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeshi, um, uh, matter of fact, um, if he does make it out there this weekend, uh, we need to talk to him about Battle at the Castle thing. Um, there's some people interested in maybe doing a remote location uh, DB drag event. And uh, yes, she was uh, pretty instrumental in putting together a fairly large event. Uh, it used to happen in Turlock. So um, maybe talk to him a little bit about it. Uh, and yeah. just, just so, hey, so you guys know too, I am working hard with Josh Tattoo out of uh, Reno. Dude. He, he hooked it up. I, I think Reno's going to go off this year. Um, I think so too. I think that that base scene out there and mm -hmm. what Joshua is doing, he's kind of kind of connecting everybody more. He is more involved with each other and mm -hmm. forming uh, more of a SPL. And I think you have base uh, uh, base heads RS out there. Okay. Another person that is doing barbecues and mm -hmm. things like that. So I, I definitely see Reno uh, on the up and up. Yeah, he's definitely helping to develop a culture out there for what we do exactly that's that's what i was looking for yeah absolutely building a culture um so the best dude you'll meet too oh uh, the nicest guys yep he's he's just as canadian as stacy except for he doesn't give the a <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate that um so so stacy have you ever competed i don't know I, I don't know i've ever seen you actually compete Yes, I competed a little bit in 2013, 14, 15. Mm -hmm. um, I was lucky enough to uh, win a few best of shows and uh, our team, Team Peak Freak, same thing. Yeah. Lots of camaraderie. Um, one loudest show, FX Audio puts on quite a few great mm -hmm. trophies and whatnot. Um, in 2016, I broke my windshield with the uh, competing. It's my own fault. I had the rear view mirror still on when I don't have that on anymore because that certainly didn't help the situation, but uh, that was in the, the preview. So, <laughs> um, but I never stopped uh, encouraging and cheerleading and, and welcoming other people into the into the shows to include new people and and explain to them what's going on and get them involved my husband even recruited somebody from wendy's once who came in and, <laughs> and so it's all about the family and the get together kevin said you whooped your on favorite. him a few times i did uh, <laughs> and he whooped your, on me uh, too <laughs> it's a mutual thing <laughs> yeah. your your uh your class of choice that that you'd like to go into? I personally like 149.9 base race. So she's going to, she, if she comes down here, she'll have to top dog against you. <laughs> top wow. dog is great. Like you guys were saying, it's uh, over. Everybody assumes you need a big, huge system to do this. And, and you certainly don't. That's for sure. Yep. The only thing I didn't, I, that I, that uh, used to get me about Top Dog mm -hmm. is I do 129.9. Mm -hmm. You're going against someone 149.9, <laughs> and and they bust over. They're mm -hmm. going to crank their system or open their door, and that pressure, I had it happen to me. They shot me over just by them shaking my car. Yep. And uh, uh, 
man so that was something that i used to like oh you son of a gun you you know i had you <laughs> you made me shoot over because you, you know i'm not as loud so i wouldn't think that fast yeah you have to be right on your toes to do something like that yeah yeah yeah. So, so we do quite a bit, of, quite a few shows out here, and people just like to screw with each other. So, yeah, it's a, it's a well-known fact in the California area that if you have a really loud car, you have an advantage against a less loud car if uh, you screw up. So, um, but anyway, uh, so we're running on the hour time right now. Um, Stacy, were there any mistakes that you made competing that you could probably help somebody out else out that? So they don't make that mistake. They don't make that mistake. Um, maybe rushing into it, doing too much at once. Just okay. uh, take your time and enjoy it and have a lot of fun. Okay. What about you, Dave? Any mistake uh, that you would like to share with somebody to, you know, kind of help them so that they don't have to pay for that mistake? Uh, or when they do, you can say, I told you. I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to piggyback on hers. I think that's something. Um, I think that's that's a that's a big one right there. Um, people come in uh, to the sport and they see someone loud and they'll go buy all kinds of stuff, slap it in, and, and just it's not working because they uh, patience. I say I would say is probably one of the biggest things. Um, doing it doing it right, having patience. I see people rush it. Don't sound good. They sell everything. They buy a whole plethora of new equipment thinking it's going to change. Going to see this guy doing this number with it. And then uh, it doesn't sound right. And they don't take the time to give it the proper builder, doing mm -hmm. a proper design and proper testing. And uh, that's something I learned. Okay. Spending money on things I probably didn't need to. Uh, and I would say ask questions, right? Yes, definitely. Always. Definitely ask questions and never think because you think you have the answer. There's always um, there's always two sides to a coin, you know. Yep. And someone that's been in the sport a long time, and when they give me that one or two minutes of their uh, opinion, mm -hmm. my eyes are open and my ears are open and my mouth is shut. There you go. I am I'm trying to observe and just take in everything that they say because they've been there, done that. And mm -hmm. if I can learn from their mistakes, I'll gladly uh, save myself that one. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so once again, uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, Team Send It Dave up there in the top left corner. We got uh, Stacy McClellan. That's Bass Girl right down there on the bottom, all the way from Canada. Um, a. a. <laughs> thank you guys so much, A, for having us. We really appreciate it. Well, it, was, it was nice to meet you, Stacy. I never had the pleasure to, to meet your 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 dad and things like that. But I heard great things about him, and I heard great things about you. So, if you're ever in Sacramento at a show, make sure that I get to meet you in person. Okay. Oh, that would be such an honor. No, I appreciate it very much, and it was a pleasure to meet you. And happy birthday from all us Canadians here, eh? Hey, hey. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, just to let you guys know, um, we are going to be doing a show. This is Dave's birthday show. That will be April 18th, which is this coming Sunday, uh, at Lundsberg Customs. And, uh, like I said, same normal time, uh, roll in 10 o'clock, brackets at noon. And then, uh, next week's show, so you guys know, we'll be back on again Monday. Next week's show is going to be a gentleman by the name of Bass Cop. So base cop will be yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's sponsored by Audio Pipe. That's correct. Um, yeah, I know him. 
Okay, so base cop's going to be on next week, along with world champion uh, Carlos Rodriguez. Um, Fresh off of his thing, uh, fresh off of his world championship, he'll be here next week with us also. Uh, And also Nick Wright talking about his event coming up, which is Triple Fest down in Alabama. And uh, that's going to be the following weekend. So we're going to talk to Nick Wright from Incriminator Audio for a couple minutes. Just kind of get the information about his event and uh, maybe some of the hard hitters that are going to be there, including Wayne Harris and Salise Harris, both are going to be at his event. Um, Once again, guys, I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Remember to like, share, smash the uh, notification bell so that you see when I go live. We go live every Monday at 6 p.m. California time. And... We're on iHeartRadio and also iTunes. Remember to share and like as much as you can. Get these, uh, help grow our community, please. Uh, Once again, I want to thank you guys, and we are out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.